Welcome to iHomeschool PH, a podcast that aims to help homeschoolers on how to do homeschooling without losing your mind. It is our hope that each episode will leave you inspired and offer practical wisdom on how to enjoy this process of educating your kids at home. So relax and let's learn together. We are glad you're here. Hello parents and kids, I believe that each and every one of you are having a great time, especially in this time of Christmas time and in time of Advent. If you're a parent or a family who's just starting to do this and you've never done this before, I just wish that you are always excited for everything, you know, meaningful activities that you could be able to give to your family. All those memories, I can imagine, no? And I'm closing my eyes right now. Each family are just, you know, focusing to the real reason of this season, which is Jesus Christ. And I pray that peace, love, and joy will just permeate into each and every of your hearts as you seek God through this season. But anyway, if I might ask you, did you grow up, you know, believing that there's a Santa Claus? Ako medyo-medyo kasi hindi talaga na-explain sa akin ng parents ko about that. And all I can remember when I was still small growing up is my mom always wanted to make recycle everything because she doesn't like to spend a lot of money with decorations. You know, if, if you remember those yellow pages from PLDT, she made a Christmas tree out of that. So, inipo na yun, and I'm not sure how many years, and then she was able to build that with a lot of balls and a lot of decoration. Na sobrang gandang tingnan, biro mo, through yellow pages. But, you as a parent, how did you grow up about Christmas? What is your concept about Christmas? But, before I go any further, let us focus to our symbol today which is, maybe you know him as Santa Claus, St. Nicholas, or the word Kris Kringle. That is our topic for today. And let us start. So, sino nga ba talaga si Santa Claus, or tinatawag na iba na Kris Kringle? Totoo ba talaga siya? Baka fake naman, di ba? But you know, yes, there's really is a Santa Claus. And history proves it. You know, Santa po is the Latin word for saint. And the name Claus is a nickname for Nicholas. This Saint Nicholas was a very 
real person. Because Nicholas was born around 270 AD near the city of Myra in what is modern day today called Turkey. From an early age, he was taught by his parents to love God and to take care for the less fortunate. Although he inherited a great sum of money, Nicholas didn't live a life of wealth and leisure. Instead, he became a Christian monk, giving his life and riches to help the poor, the hungry, and the sick. His only desire was to help others, but to do it secretly. One of the members of his parish was a poor man with three children, or I may say three daughters. Because the man had no money, he had no dowry for his daughters. According to the custom of that day, without a dowry, a woman could not marry and would be condemned to a life of poverty. So one day, when the payment of the dowry was due, Nicholas secretly tossed the amount needed through the open window for the oldest daughter. When the second daughter's dowry was due, the kind priest did the same thing. Although grateful, the father of the girls wanted to know where the money was coming from. When it came for a time to pay the dowry for the third daughter, the father closed the windows and hid outside his house to see who is this great benefactor really was. Sino ba to? So to his surprise, along came his pastor, Nicholas. Tradition says that where the monk found the window closed, he tossed a small bag of gold through the chimney, causing the gift to land in the girl's stocking, which was hung by the fireplace. This is where we get our modern costume of hanging Christmas stockings. So the father approached Nicholas, thanking him for his kindness. The priest asked the man not to tell others, but secrets such as this were hard to keep. So soon the kindness and the generosity of Nicholas were well known, and consequently, whether act of kindness were sickly performed, people said it must have been done by Saint Nicholas. Actually, December 6th, this coming December 6th, is considered Saint Nicholas Day in many church traditions. Although our modern symbol of Santa Claus is that a jolly old man with flying reindeer, the real Saint Nicholas stands as timeless of generosity, charity, and love. Hundreds of years later, this good bishop was declared Saint Nicholas and I think they called Sinterklaas by the Dutch. So today, he is known far and wide as Santa Claus. You may also have heard the name Kris Kringle. So this comes from the Dutch word Christkindle, meaning Christ child. Although this name is often used interchangeably, you know, interchangeably uh, with Santa Claus, it was originally created in an attempt to refocus people's attention on Jesus as the real gift giver. But you know, the truth is that St. Nicholas or whoever Santa Claus and Kris Kringle all reveal the giving heart of God who is the original Father Christmas.
Today's reading is based in the book of the Bible, which is Psalms and Luke. Both I'm going to read from the New Living Translation. We'll start with Luke chapter 2, verse 1 to 7. At the time that Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire, there was a census that was happening around, and that is the government of, you know, the governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for the census. And because Joseph was the descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn son. And she wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no lodging available for them. Next book is Psalms 36. And this is written by David, the servant of the Lord. Sin whisper to the wicked deep within their hearts, and they have no fear of God at all. In their blind conceit, they cannot see how wicked they really are. Everything they say is crooked and deceitful. They refuse to act wisely or do good. They lie awake at night, hatching sinful plots. Their actions are never good. They make no attempt to turn from evil. Your unfailing love, O Lord, is as vast as the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches beyond the clouds. Your righteousness is like the mighty mountains. Your justice like the ocean depths. You care for people and animals alike, O Lord. How precious is your unfailing love, O God. Almighty find shelter in the shadow of your wings. You feed them from the abundance of your own house, letting them drink from river of delights, for you are the fountain of light, the light by which we see. Pour out your unfailing love on those who love you. Give justice to those with honest heart. Don't let the proud trample me or the wicked push me around. Look to those who are evil have fallen. They are thrown down and never to rise again. I think David wrote this Psalms 36 because he was being ridiculed by the people around him and the wicked people around his town when he was a king. But I just want to talk to the parents right now. Based in Psalms 36, it reminds us that even though there's a wickedness in this world, God's steadfast love is ruling and overruling even in the middle of it. There's a lot of evil men and government seek to destroy God's people, but we are safely hidden in God's steadfast love. Dibang sinabi nga, it extends to the heaven. He arranges everything for our good and His glory to accomplish His eternal plan. As we read, with look, no, si Caesar Augustus, he wanted to know how many people nagkaroon ng census so he could tax everyone because he wanted a lot of money. So without any concern for their lives of those in his care, he ordered everyone to return to their family home. It didn't cross his mind that a very young, very pre- pregnant woman would have to get 
to Bethlehem during the last few days of her pregnancy. Why would he care, isn't it? But God would keep her. And he would accomplish his work of salvation and the eventual overthrow of all the wicked kingdoms of the earth through Augustus' selfish edict. The child was born of a virgin would come from Bethlehem. And how would that happen? Caesar Augustus would be God's pawn. When it seems as though everything is out of control and that wickedness is running rampant over God's people, we can remember that God is our refuge. And He is working everything according to our plan. Remember, even here in the Philippines and even this during this time of pandemic, well, government officials are making decisions for us. And sometimes we might not agree and sometimes it's scary. Sometimes we don't know if it's going to be beneficial for us. But you know, as God said, we can rest in Him because He is our refuge. And we have to remember that. Now to, our, to the kids who are listening right now. You know, there are mean people in the world. There are people that do wrong and are selfish. Sometimes we do what is wrong. And we are selfish too. But you know, Caesar Augustus was a mean and wicked man. He was the ruler during the time that Jesus was born. And he told everyone that they had to go to the town that they were born in so that he could get money from them. If they didn't go to the town that they were born in, they would be punished. So Mary and Joseph had to go to Bethlehem. Because I bet they thought that it was a terrible inconvenience to travel, no? Because when Mary was big and pregnant with Jesus, and they couldn't see that any good would come out of Mary getting on a donkey and going almost 70 miles because this evil man told them to. What they didn't know is that Caesar wasn't one that was in charge. Jesus was supposed to be born in Bethlehem because that was what God has told the people of the years earlier. So you see, God was really in charge. He was working everything out to show how wise and strong he was. Sometimes things happen in our lives and that they feel like bad people are in charge. But God wants you to know that he is always the one who is really the boss. Not only he is strong enough to do everything he wants, he also loves you enough to make everything work out for your good. His never-ending love guides everything in your life. And that is what you need to remember. So I hope you love our reading today and we talk about St. Nicholas and there was clarity on that topic. But I just want to say that, you know, as we talk about this, whether in the time of, you know, time of St. Nicholas, time of Caesar Augustus, in the time of David, there's one greatest factor to each and every one of them. And, and 
that is God is in control. God is in control. And no matter what situation that we have, no matter the doubts that we have, especially in this time of pandemic, there's unrest, isn't it? Na magkakavaccine ba? Gano ba katagal to? I believe God will always make a way. There are certain things that we need to, you know, maybe think about and evaluate in our own personal devotion to God. But at the end of the day, I just want to assure you, as God said in Psalms 46, be still and know that He is God. He is God who is in control. We just need to wait and see. And sometimes, ang galing nga po doon, no, sa look, that He uses like Caesar Augustus to be able to fulfill God's work. Isn't it? And even with Saint Nicholas, he didn't even wait for the government to help him out so that he could be able to help the poor and needy. In his own way, he used his blessing to be a blessing to others. As you can see, God is in control in both of all those stories. So I just want to assure you, if you think na no V, why we're celebrating this Christmas? Well, this week of Advent is hope. There is hope in Christ. And no matter the circumstances may be, He is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And He is still in the throne. And He reigns. Rest in Him because He is your refuge. Okay, always remember that homeschooling, what's important is relationship and it's not academics. This is Novi Antan, your homeschool coach, and I homeschool. For more homeschooling learnings, buy iHomeschoolBook, How to Do It Without Losing Your Mind, at homeschool.ph, available in hardbound and digital copies. Follow iHomeschool at their YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Viber, and Twitter accounts.